Welcome back. Welcome back. It's the Rich in the Morning Show here with your host live, DeMarc Richardson. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, it's it's almost that time, guys. Uh, we got a great episode for you guys today. Um, the NBA is almost back. Teams are going to begin entering the NBA bubble. Um, first and foremost, I just want to say to everyone, I hope everyone's staying safe. Um, I'm praying for everyone's loved ones. Uh, I know this COVID-19 stuff is taking every, taking the world by storm, uh, especially here in the United States. Uh, but I, I just pray for everyone's safety. Uh, pray that everyone comes, makes it through this time period. And, and you know, uh, I think it's important to say, man, I just think it's now more than ever. It's time to be the best human being you can be, you know, because people are in need. People are hungry. People are going through it. And honestly, I can just say I'm blessed. Uh, nobody's perfect. Uh, but I'm blessed to have good health. I'm blessed to uh, that all my loved ones are fine. I haven't dealt with any death deaths with this COVID stuff. So very appreciative of that. And I pray it's uh, the same with you guys today. Um, but today's episode, we're going to get straight into it. Uh, we're going to talk about the NBA restart. Um, the NBA was abruptly interrupted and since then we've not had much basketball to talk about outside of the last dance and michael jordan and uh you know so this nba restart uh we're gonna take a look i'm gonna give you some predictions how i think this stuff will go um but yeah man we're gonna get straight to it like it's nothing to it and uh today i'm going to give my uh predictions who i feel is the best team Equipped to win the NBA championship this year. A uh, team uh, that might surprise some uh, people this year. And we're also, um, the East is pretty much locked up. But that Western Conference, um, as you all know, you know I'm a big-time Grizzly supporter. Big-time John Morant supporter. Big-time uh, John Morant Rookie of the Year supporter. And I just feel that the eighth seed... We gotta dive into that because, you know, it's some it's some pretty interesting things I gotta say about that. So, um, but first thing, like I said, we're gonna start off. Who I feel like is the best team to uh, win this championship. So, I think um, the best team, most equipped to win an NBA championship after a delay of many off season. Um, and I don't think anybody should be surprised by that, but the, the Los Angeles Lakers, um, the Lakers have an older team. Uh, they were hitting their form. I know they're a newer group. This Laker team is totally different from the team last year. Um, but this team, uh, with LeBron, AD, especially for AD, AD has had a history of being injured. Um, and to have him have some time off, have, time to just isolate and work out uh as long with lebron let's not forget lebron is 35 years old if i'm home if i'm if i'm you know miss misrepresenting you lebron james i do apologize but um with that age i do feel like it's only gonna help Bron. You know, he knows how to keep his body right. He knows how to stay in tip-top shape. He's been doing this for 17 seasons, 18 seasons. So, with that being said, I 
I don't see how this time off, this delay ruins their chances. Uh, AD came out with a comment and he said that he feels that they're even in a better position than they were to win the NBA championship. And I totally agree with that. When you have professionals like LeBron James, when you have professionals like Anthony Davis with that amount of talent, and then you surround them with pieces, uh, they just signed J.R. Smith, uh, the Henny God, as I like to call him. They signed J.R. Smith. Uh, you got Deion Waiters, who's had time to get himself right. They got pieces, man. They got JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard. I don't know if it's confirmed as Dwight's plan, but either way, they still got JaVale. JaVale's been working. Um, I just feel like, man, they're the deepest team. I feel like they're the team with the most talent. And, 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 and with this NBA restart, with it being a neutral site for everyone, I feel like the veteran experience that they have, the defensive ability that this team has. Let me remind you guys, this was the second best defensive team in the league this year um, up until the, the end of uh, the season where they stopped it. Um, so I feel like, man, you really got to – any team that – any team that hangs their hat on the defensive end that has players as talented as LeBron James and Anthony Davis, I don't really see how you count – count against them i don't I, I don't you know i wouldn't bet against them you know the clippers are a threat and ultimately i do think you know as much talent as the clippers have uh they're so fresh this is their you know paul joy there's some drastic changes with that roster as long with the, the lakers but i just feel like they have more veteran guys who have been in the, those championship moments such as a danny green you know uh even a rondo you know i just feel like Eve J.R. Smith, you add him to the roster. Eve JaVale McGee, they've been in those moments. There's a team out there that has the most playoff experience um, and they have the most talented roster. And I think when you combine those two things, you get a team that is well and very equipped to go out there and chase an NBA championship. Um, one team that I think that guys should look out for um, in this style of ball there's two teams. I'm, I'm going to give you two teams. In the West, I feel like you have to watch out for the Houston Rockets. And honestly, I'm more afraid for the Lakers to face the Houston Rockets than I am for them to face the L.A. Clippers. And the reason being is because this is essentially going to be an AAU setup. Uh, the way the games are played at the Milk, at the at Disney where AU Nationals have been long, long um, taking place there, you have to watch out for the uh, James Harden, the best scorer in the NBA, Russell Westbrook, who's had time. Let us not forget, Westbrook was dealing with some injuries this year. He was dealing with – he missed some games early on. Um, he's been able to rest, rehab, and we all know Westbrook doesn't know anything but go. He has one speed. <laughs> and so I feel like, you know, during this process, I think I know, I don't think I know that man has done everything he can to come out and win the NBA championship. And 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 the reason that I, I say that I fear the Lakers, I'm uh, the Rockets more than the Clippers for the Lakers is simply because the Rockets can go five out and they can play small ball. And it'll be hard to play JaVale and Ant Davis together with LeBron. Uh, people don't want to talk about this. 
Um, LeBron has picked his defense up this year for for sure. Um, but I think the way he's played the past prior years, sometimes he'll let guys beat him off the drive. And it's a little easier to do that when you have Ant Davis and JaVale back there. Um, whereas if you had back on his Cleveland days with the world, you have a Tristan Thompson or Miles Gov or even last year, um, you know, the guys that they had last year. But um, I honestly feel like the Rockets will be the most prepared team and the team we should all watch out for uh, because buckets translate. I don't care on the road or at home. Buckets always will translate. So when you have the number one score in the NBA, the best score, the easiest score in the NBA, um, and you have a guy like Russell Westbrook who's had the opportunity to heal and get better and and really um, I think we're going to see a, a version of what Russell Westbrook closer to his OKC days I think we'll see the best version of, of, of what Russell Westbrook because he's had the opportunity to heal he's had the opportunity to, to rehab and I think he's going to help lead this Houston Rockets team uh, to the Western Conference Finals uh, and I will predict that the Rockets will face the Clippers and they will beat the Clippers um, if they do match up with the Lakers it will be a seven game series you heard it here first on Rich in the Morning um but, yeah, I mean, the Clippers are a good team. Uh, but I did see, you know, that uh, Lou Will may not possibly play, which I think impacts them greatly. Lou Will is a a, a, a valid score off the bench. He, he and Montrez Harrell off the bench were easily, they were the number one combo uh, scoring in the pick and roll. And so if you, if you take that away, you give the Lakers J.R. Smith, the healthier Deion Waiters, I just think the, the the Clippers match up with the Lakers, but the Lakers, I don't feel like they fear them in a seven-game series. As good as Kawhi is, as good as Paul George is, I think they have the pieces to match up with them perfectly. Whereas the Rockets, if they go, if they put Covington at the five, like they had shown they were doing, P.J. Tucker at the four, I feel like they go small. You can't play JaVale McGee and Ant Davis together. I just don't see it happening. Um, you have to match small with small. So you find yourself playing Kuz at the four or Braun at the four. And I don't like defensively. I don't feel as good about that with the Lakers facing the Rockets as I would the, the, the Clippers. Because Clippers going to throw out Zubac. They're going to throw out Harrell. Guys who are more inside bangers. You know what I mean? So I feel like if you if you try to bang inside with the Lakers, you're going to come out short. You got to play a different game, a different style. And I feel like, let's not forget, this Rockets team with Chris Paul was a game away from the finals, a uh, Chris Paul injury away from the finals from being uh, able to have the opportunity to win the NBA championship. So I think if you replace Chris Paul, you get Robert Covington, this team is dangerous with the best scorer in the league. Let's not sleep on them, man. This is the team I think that we should watch out for. Now, the other team, uh, I don't need to go in depth about why. Because <laughs> when I say who they are, um, you're going to know the Milwaukee Bucks. They're the other surprise, the team I think you need to be watching out for to win the championship this year. Um, any team 
that has Giannis and Tentacumpo is a problem, will be a problem, will be a force. Um, and in this AU style type of 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 matchup, I think that you have. There's nobody who will be able to guard Tentacumpo in this setting. Some guys going to come up out of shape. Some guys going to be recovering from Corona. And any guy that has to match up with Giannis is not going to be able to keep him in front of him. He will get to the holy rack. I have a feeling he's been getting up shots and will be well prepared to win a championship this year for the Milwaukee Bucks. Because people are sleeping on him. I don't see any reason. I see no reason at all. And Tentacupo can't do for the Bucks what Kawhi Leonard did for uh, the Toronto Raptors last year, taking a team the guys really not expecting to win it all, uh, but definitely have the opportunity to win it all. I think I don't see any reason why uh, a guy that talented shouldn't be accounted for as winning an NBA championship. And let's not forget, he might be the MVP of the C League this year, averaging crazy numbers. So those two teams, the Rockets, the Bucks, you got to watch out for. Uh, moving ahead, uh, I think you have to. We have to address this eight seed phenomenon. Okay, so the Memphis Grizzlies are currently the eight seed. They're three and a half games up, and their first game is against Portland. Their second game is against San Antonio. Their third game against the New Orleans Pelicans. I don't think I'd really need to continue and go into why I think this is a little biased. They're basically putting the Grizzlies, the NBA, I'm calling out the NBA. The NBA is basically putting the Grizzlies in a situation where we want to see if you really earn, deserve this. I have no problem with that. But let's not act like if the Pelicans, the roles were switched, the Pelicans would have that that hard of a schedule with teams that they have to see that are all in the same race trying to catch them. The Spurs, the Blazers, the the Pelicans. I can guarantee you if the roles were switched and the Pelicans, first of all, if the Pelicans were three and a half games, they wouldn't have this 22-team bullshit. I'm just going to call it like I see it. They're not going to have that. You know what I mean? You're not going to have... Uh, eight games just so the Grizzlies can possibly lose out on that AC. We all know what the NBA wants. We are, Let's not be oblivious. We all know what the NBA wants. We know they want Zion versus Braun. Am I mad at them for that? No. I, I Personally, if it happens, I still want to see it. And personally, I, as being a Grizzlies fan, I have to be honest, um, I actually went to a Pelicans-Grizz game, and every game we I seen them play, the Pelicans were clearly the better team, the more experienced team, the more talented team. And it hurts me to say that, but that's what it's been. That's been the case. They're a more talented team than the Grizzlies right now. Uh, I think they have the brightest future in the NBA. Uh, but let's not undermine what the Grizzlies have done. They were a team that were predicted to win 23 games. Um, they exceeded that by the All-Star break. And now they have three and a half game lead going into uh the stoppage of play, three and a half games to me is honestly enough to say, hey, they're a clear-cut winner. NBA doesn't think so. The NBA has money to make. So I get it. You know, 
But let's not act like this thing isn't favored in the Pelicans direction or even the Trailblazers. Now, what I think will happen down there in Miami with this AC, I think the Trailblazers, I think Damian Lillard, if they have a healthy roster, if Nurkic comes back with Whiteside, I think the Blazers could essentially be the biggest problem to the Grizzlies because I don't think the, the Pelicans match up with the Blazers as well um, as they do with the Pelicans. You know what I mean? So I feel like the, the Blazers and Pelicans are a better matchup, and I feel like the Grizzlies are undermining the matchup against the Pelicans. But I do feel good about the, the Grizzlies beating the I feel like the Blazers are a better matchup. So it's going to be very interesting to see who comes out that first game. Blazers, you know, they're going to have, I think they said they're going to have three scrimmages. So it's going to be very interesting to see um, who actually gets that eighth seed. Um, I'm still going to predict, being a Grizzlies fan, I'm going to predict that uh, the Grizzlies do overcome and take the take the eighth seed. I mean, they have a tremendous lead, three and a half games. That's not a small amount with only eight games left. <clears throat> I'm going to predict that the Grizzlies in their last eight games, three and five. Um, I'm a little concerned with their youth. They're so young. I, I am concerned about that. Uh, but I think John Durant is so good. He's going to win you three games. Uh, I've seen him win more than that this season. So I, and, and a total of eight games. I think they will be fine. I think they'll at least make it to a play-in, or they'll play in play the Pelicans or the Blazers, and from there I can live with the results. You know, as long as we have that opportunity to play ourselves and control our own destiny. Being a Grizzlies fan, I like that, uh, especially having a young guy with John Moran who has so much edge, so much spunk to him. Man, it's gonna be exciting to watch. I'm so excited that the NBA is coming back. I am a little concerned, and a lot of people are concerned uh, with this NBA bubble. Uh, I know Stephen A. spoke on the fact that, hey, guys are going to be away from their family for weeks at a time. Guys going to be away from the wife, fiance. And yes, that's going to be a problem. And guys who are used to having their needs fulfilled. And come on now, guys. I know we all know what I'm talking about. It's going to be a problem, especially being an NBA player and stuff being thrown at you left and right. It's going to be a problem being a drought like that. Um, but uh, I think guys are going to do what they're supposed to do. I think guys are grateful for the opportunity to start back up. Uh, but um, like I said, my to start this off, my winner is going to be the, the Lakers. I think the Grizzlies are going to clinch the eighth seed. And I think the 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 the, the, the Bucks and the Harden are the, are the surprise team. And I feel like if you don't watch out for those Milwaukee Bucks, you might be asleep. So, um, that's all I got for this segment, this episode today, guys. We're going to get you back. We're going to get more and more episodes of this thing ramps back up. But that's all I got for you guys today. Uh, I appreciate all my listeners. I appreciate all my supporters, whoever tunes in. Uh, but just just keep tuning in. We're going to get more content for you guys. And once this thing, I can't wait. NBA is back, baby. Guys are reporting to the bubble this week. We got a lot more stuff for you guys coming. You know I love basketball, so we're going to get a lot more basketball stuff coming for you. I'm going to make another episode. Next episode, we might talk a little football, but uh, just stay tuning in. Stay tapping in with me. It's the Rich in the Morning Show. We'll be back next week, guys.